Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. I'm sure many of us have heard of wicking beds, but do we actually know what they are? I know someone who does, and his name is Keith. (laughs) He's going to tell us all about them today. Their benefits, how to build and maintain them, and exactly what we can plant in them. Am I right, Keith? Yep, absolutely, you're right. Okay, well, let's start with what exactly a wicking bed is, and what does wicking mean in the first place? Okay, so what wicking means is and we're talking about soil here, is the soil's ability to draw moisture upwards against gravity. And the way that works is the capillary action of the actual components within that soil mixture. So that's what wicking means. Okay. What is a wicking bed? Right, well, a wicking bed is is something that was was created um, for areas where... People didn't have a lot of rainfall, and one of the earliest ones were actually created over in Africa, and they were built by some engineers who came up with this principle of, of having um, these vegetable beds that could maintain a moisture level uh, within that soil profile. So it's really related to vegetable beds, or can it be related no, to anything? No, it, it, in this case, it, it's right. all to do with vegetable beds, but no, you, could, you can have a wicking bed that you can plant a tree in. Oh. Um, you know, it's it's, it's just like a self-watering self-watering system, system yeah, yeah. Basic, basically. Okay, fantastic. What are its benefits? And well, I guess oh, we just God. said it. There's a self-watering system, but it's it's got uh, obviously environmental benefits because you're not using as much water. Am I? You know? Yep. Do you think? Okay. There's there's a lot of a lot of um, benefits from it. It's a low maintain ma- maintenance uh, garden system. You have reduced water consumption by up yep. to 90%. There you go. There yes. you go. There's no risk of overwatering because these systems don't allow that to, to happen. Okay. You have stronger, healthier plants. Yep. You have no loss of, of water due to evaporation as the water is down in the soil media, mm-hmm. so where the roots are. Um, and because you're constructing this particular bed system, you are choosing a soil that is purposefully selected to operate in that existing. So it's a, you know... You're using the right soil for the, the right, right plants and, yep. and it's getting the right amount of moisture. So yep. it's a multi-benefited, and, multi-faceted... And, and the issues that is you don't have drainage issues mm-hmm. and it's maintenance is very easy in terms of working the soil and weeding. Okay. Um, and then, of course, you, because it's a raised bed, you've got the additional access of having a seat beside you or you can kneel and work with it. That's true. Um, it's easy to, easy to um, isolate those beds by putting netting over the top of them so you can keep the pests at, at bay, and I do an awful lot of that. Um, and it saves time, water and plants. Perfect. That seems like the thing we need to be all doing. What sort of materials can they be made out of? Well, I first found one that was actually made out of plastic Mm. and it was only a small container and it's made by a company called Green Smart Solutions and it it is a a rectangular um, plastic container that would probably be about 450 mil long by probably 300 mil wide and probably maybe 400 mil deep Mm. and in the very, very bottom or the... 
inside that container is a false floor, and that false floor was just made by plastic, made out of plastic that sat on legs, right. and on the bottom of the legs and all the way up the legs were holes. Yep. And then that bottom section was then filled up with moisture, mm-hmm. and then above that, where that that moisture was, there were a whole series of holes drilled, so that if you overfilled it. The water just drained, drained out. Yep. But that those sitting, that those legs sitting in that water, gave the, the the ability of the soil above it to suck that moisture up, and that's where the capillary action yep. was forming. So you get this this wicking system happening. Okay, um, you know, so it's it's a great system. But it's not a system that, that lasts forever. I mean, you've got to continually top up the water yep. um, to ensure that there's that, that wicking ability is, is there. Well, I want to come to that because I'd like to find out how it actually works. So you that one was made out of a plastic yeah. uh, container. Can it also be put directly onto soil? Can you it be could, built on soil? Well, no, you can't put. Well, you can put it on the soil, and there's um, there's a, a company that I, I have worked with for many many years, um, and the company is called Modbox, and the owner of Modbox is Marco Beretta, and Marco and I have worked with wicking systems for uh, quite a long long period of time. He's the brains behind his particular system, and it is absolutely foolproof and brilliant. And he uses a timber. Yeah, right. And and that timber that he uses is an FSC approved harvest harvested uh, timber, and it's called colitris. Right. And that's an Australian native. And the beauty about the colitris is that you could go and dig a hole, and put the timber in the, in the hole and cover it and come back in 30 years' time, dig it up and, re, and, and you'd still be able to use that because it's so full of oil um, and, it's in, and pest and disease don't like to get so termites won't touch it. Um, and so he uses that particular timber as a, a, as a long-lasting um, wicking system. What's it called again, the timber, sorry? The timber is called colitris. Colitris. Otherwise called badly cypress pine, but it's a native oh, cypress pine. Okay. It's a lot de- more dense than normal cypress. Okay, so you would recommend wood or colitris, I should say, as the, really a, a very good um, material yeah, to and use. and you can buy colitris. You know, if you're going okay. to do one of these beds yourself, you can easily source you know, colitris from um, you know, any of the, the, right. the, the timber suppliers. Right, or you could buy one from Modbox. You could, yes. Ready-made. So Absolutely. Okay, fantastic. Um what sort of areas, or what are the best areas in the garden to place a wicking bed? I guess it's in the size of where the most sun is, I suppose. Right? It is. You've got to, you need a, for, if you're going to be growing vegetables mm. with a, a wicking system, you need a minimum of five hours. Six. Of sun, sun light. Six, as I always thought it was yeah, six. Yeah, well, five, five plus. Pushing you know. it with five. Okay, fantastic. If I decide to construct a wicking bed out of the wood, out of the colitis, what other materials do I now need to go and buy? Okay. This is where. Um, it, it, it's a difficult sort of scenario okay. because what you need to do is you need to have a, um, a waterproof membrane that is going to hold moisture. And if you were going to be doing it yourself, you'd be probably looking at lining it with builder's plastic, yes, which is a, a, a much heavier plastic than normal plastic. So you would, you would use builder's plastic and then you need a reservoir inside that and one of the best ways of getting a reservoir that's going to support the weight of the material that's going to be on top, the heavy soil, um, is a, a product called scoria, which is used for drainage. And the reason you use scoria rather than, say, blue metal or anything else is because scoria can drain within itself. So it can hold moisture within itself. Right. 
So you need you then need to then separate the fine materials or the soil from washing down into, into that and filling it all up with you know with, with yeah, dirt. Dirt. Yep. So you need what's called a geo fabric. That's right, geotextile. Geotextile. Yes. And that, that goes over the top of that and that separates the reservoir below from the soil media that is, is above it. Okay. And then you need to work out a way of filling it and a way of ensuring that it's not going to be over-filling. Okay. Right? Oof. So, so this is a, is a bit scientific. to research. It, it is an incredibly scientific process. And this is why um, Modbox has come up with, with information based on this. You know, he's not about just selling his Modbox products. He, you can go onto his website and, and you can see how a wicking bed works. It's made. With all the materials, the heights, the widths, all these things are all there for you. So to we see. could go onto his on his onto his website and make one for ourselves yep. from the information that um, Marco that he, that provides. He provides. Well, that's yeah. fantastic. So there's that option. I think it's probably easier than us trying to go through it now and work out all the measurements and things. It, well, that you did. It's, it's very problematic. Complicated. Yeah. Um, I, I look, and and building one yourself is, as I said, is problematic mm. because. You're using a builder's plastic because that's probably the, the, the heaviest plastic you can you can get for the size of what you're building. And then you're putting the scorier in and then you're putting a geofabric on top. You're putting your drainage and your, your filling holes on, yes. at the right level. Yes. And then you're filling it all the way up yep. and then you're planting into that yes. and away you go. Now, if you have at some stage broken the, the membrane, you're not oh. going to find out. Until <laughs> it's too late. Until it's too late, and then you've got to pull the whole lot out and restart again. And this is where going with someone like Modbox, mm. um, and and Modbox builds all to my design. So I have semicircular raised beds. I have oh. long rectangular raised okay. beds. I have all the all these beds designed specifically f- to suit the garden. And so he would do that for us uh, as well. So he yeah he he designs those with using a computer. So they're all worked out. Where, mm. the, where the joins are mm. and how many joins are and all the rest of it. Mm. And then his wicking system is absolutely brilliant. Mm. He uses what's called a butyl liner, which is a very, very heavy plastic liner that goes in the base. And then to separate the, 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 the dirt from the wall, yes. he uses a food-grade liner, yep. which yep. means that there's no toxins yes. or anything else that's going to come out of the builder's plastic. Right. All that rubbish in the builder's plastic is going to leach into the soil. It's going to be taken up by the vegetables that you're growing and you're going to be consuming it. Okay, so if we decide to buy a mod box, go ahead with a mod box uh, wicking bed, does he provide the box plus all of the drainage? He plus provides absolutely everything. And the soil? That push he, he, will, he will recommend the soil. Okay. And um, we might, you might remember we did a, um, a, um, an interview with someone from Easy Ass Organics a That's while right, ago. That's we did. Yeah. yeah. Matt, and, I think it was. Yeah. And um, Marco is now using his particular ah. soils for those beds. Okay, because I was looking at some, I was trying to look at some information about wicking beds, and I was reading that you know they recommend half mushroom compost, half organic soil mix, all these sorts of things. I think, oh gosh, yeah, I... it's a recipe. Yeah, 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 it's a particular, and it recipe. could be a recipe, which it is, anyway, for well. disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we go with the right, yeah, the right uh, plan, I suppose. Okay, so then we've got that set up. So we have decided to get a, mo- a Marco, uh, sorry, a mod box wicking bed. Mm-hmm. And we plant our seedlings. Is that it? Do we plant them in, add some mulch, and we're ready to go? Or what, how does it work? Okay, so the way that the way that Modbox works his systems out is that there is a depth of reservoir 
in the bottom and then there is the, the soil medium that goes on the top. Mm-hmm. And that, that soil medium will wick generally 300 mil. So if you've got 200, 200 mil at the bottom or 150 at the bottom, you're, you know, you're, the size of your bed is going to be limited to that wicking system. Right. But understand that the higher that the, the, the capillary action works through that, the difference in the soil moisture at mm. the top to the middle to the bottom because it's going to be wetter the further you go down. So when you, when you sow seeds in, into the top of a wicking system, you need to make sure that there is ample moisture to, to A, start germination, and B, continue that moisture all the way through until that seed, seedling that has developed has a root system down where the moisture is. Yes, I right? understand. Okay. So when, you sow, when you're sowing a seedling, it's a bit simpler because all you do is dig a hole, you put it in, and, and generally the way, the way the system goes. Now, a wicking bed, as I said, is a reservoir of moisture. Mm. Um, so you need to be constantly you know, checking the, 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 the level of moisture in that bed. Mm. And the way that Marco has his system up, it's a very, very simple, full-safe way of doing it. Right. Otherwise, you've got, to, you've got to maintain the water in and the water out. Yes. And topping it up and making sure that the water's running out so you've got that level all set up. And when the seedlings first go in, their roots aren't, possibly aren't deep enough no, or, so, st- so or strong enough. No, so sometimes you might need to just do a little bit of hand watering from the top. To That's only going to wash down and, and fill up the reservoir anyway, so okay. it's not going to be a problem. Okay, so monitoring the levels is not a hard situation? No, because you have an inlet where you fill up with and you have an outlet where the overflow comes out from. Okay. So that's basically the, you know, the way that the system will work. Okay. Uh, so it would take a couple of hours to set up a wicking bed if we were doing it ourselves. Uh, so I think, I think I like the idea of the mod box wicking bed. Yeah, it, it takes away all the guesswork. It takes away um, problems. As I said, you know, using a butyl liner and a food-grade quality of liner yeah. is, takes away all those inherent problems that, you know, from the health perspective anyway. Yeah. Uh, how do we contact Modbox, mod Keith? Okay. Modbox is, know. You, you just go to au and uh, hit, hit any site. Okay. Um, he'll have, you can ask him questions, you can get pricing, you can do whatever you like. Okay. Um, the job that I, I recently finished up at Fish Creek has got quite an extensive um, vegetable potager, which is a, a shaped mm-hmm. mod box system. Fantastic. Um, and that's all been manufactured and it's been... On, put onto a truck and delivered with all the instructions and everything else there. So the landscapers, when they get around to, to doing that, will just follow the instructions and build it accordingly. That sounds like such a fantastic idea. I think the long-term benefits of not having to constantly water, of less water being used and having strong, healthy plants as a result will far outweigh any money you might be spending on these. Are they expensive or are they... What are, um, you, what are we looking no, at? Look, 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 they're not cheap, but, mm. you know, if you if you sort of worked it out on... The returns that you're yeah. going to get from it. Yep. I mean, you, you think about a packet of seeds. You know, you're paying two dollars for a packet of seeds that might have fifty plants in it. Mm. Um, the cheapness of that is just incredible, and yep. that that offsets, you know, the the, the, the you initial know, the, outlay. The initial outlay. outlay I should you know, say. and when you work out that the the life of a mod box is you know over thirty years, mm. you know, it's it's a pretty pretty good return on 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 the you know the investment that you've made. And, and it's, as I said, it's a great way of, of, of doing gardening 
particularly the older you get because it's a raised bed. You can sit your bum on the side and weed or plant or whatever else or kneel on the ground. You know, you're not working hard with the soil. You can control so many aspects of it because it's raised. You're not constantly out there watering with a hose. And that's right. And and you can go away, you know, in the middle of summer for a week or two weeks for a holiday. Yeah, and they're fine. Top it up before you go and and away you go. You know, and this is what this job down at Fish Creek's all about is that it's a holiday house, but when they get down there, they want to have fresh produce, and oh, it's going to be all there. Fantastic. It's a brilliant idea. And do you don't have any wicking beds, any working wicking beds in your garden, do you? No, I haven't because I, I'm, I'm monitoring our beds all the time. So the way that I've got mine set up is that we, we, had, our, oh, we had our first holiday for many, many years, yes. and my wife was in my ear before we went away saying, make sure you get an automatic sprinkler system set up. And it was just a very simple tap timer, Sprinkler in the middle, turn it on, coming on every single day, 15 minutes. We went away without a worry, came back, and all the plants were fine. Every single day, really? Oh, anyway, that's another conversation. Every second, you said every single, I thought you said. Oh, yeah, okay, good, that sounds better. Okay, I think this sounds fantastic. Wicking beds are an an absolutely fantastic idea. Is there anything we've missed? Otherwise, I think we've given Modbox a pretty good going over. Well, we have, you know, and and if if you're going to. You know, have a look at what Modbox has got to offer. Just mention this and say, listen, we want a podcast discount from Muddy Boots. Absolutely. <laughs> Marco, please. Okay, on that note, who's going out to build a wicking bed? I think for those of our listeners who do, please do send in some photos for us to post on our Facebook page and Instagram as well. And we look forward to chatting to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.